Anticipating something. Talking about the dance in your pants. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show, Sin's home of sexuality, identity, and relationships on Sin Nation. Good evening. You are listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. My name is Ruby, and I'm joined by Holly and James this evening. Hello. Hello. How's it going? How are all you guys? I can't complain. How are you? I'm pretty good, James. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I hope you are all very excited because we've got a lot to talk about in tonight's show. We'll be doing our regular segment, James Splaining, where James asks us any questions he has about anything that's naughty or rude. <laughs> and we'll also be talking about Cosmo still mourning the loss of it. And Holly has some interesting things about the 90-day rule from Steve Harvey. Mm. So get keen for that, guys. Um, my name is Ruby. As I said before, I'm 20 years old. I identify as cis and I'm in a relationship. I'm Holly. Um, I'm also 20. Cis, female, um, and I'm single. I'm James. I'm a straight white male man, uh, cis, and single, I think. Very bad <laughs> Well, if you guys have any questions or want to get involved, tweet us at The Naughty Rude Show or you can DM us on Facebook. Just search for The Naughty Rude Show or send us an anonymous question to answer on Tumblr at thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Sugar and spice and everything nice. Um, right now we're about to jump into James Planing, my new favourite segment. So here we go. X X X X X play. Time to explain to change. X X X play. I just really don't know anything. X X X X X play. Please. Uh, yeah, thank you for um, sitting down with me and being prepared to explain to me uh, things because I don't I don't know very much. Uh, I so I I. Grew up sort of th- thinking like I'd find the one, you know, like mm-hmm. th- sort of the sort of relationship you see like on movies and TV all the time. Well, the like the dream. Yeah, like yeah. the dream. And so learning to let go of that was was hard. Uh, but I still kind of feel like I'm kind of in that culture and it's, I found it hard sort of like moving from like liking one person because like I'd always get fixated on one person to like another person like how do you how do you navigate that how do you go from like liking one person to another sheesh yeah i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. the crazy thing is i feel like it's it's different with every person because some people you can be with them in my experience for years and then like two days after you've broken up you're fine do you know what I mean? Right. Like you're already done. But then there's some people that maybe you've never even had a label with and it takes you like six months to get over them. Right. Yeah. Which I feel like maybe people don't really assume that or talk about that. Really? They kind of assume like, oh, you know, if you broke up with your boyfriend, that must be so tough. But Whereas it's but sometimes, it's not. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not that it's not tough, but just every situation's diff- yeah. be- like different and difficult. And in my experience, it can be sometimes harder to let go of something that you've never had. 
Yeah, yeah I 100% agree with that because when I was in high school, there was this guy that I just like chatted to and told everything to do. But like we didn't even kiss or like do anything, but we were just like so emotionally close mm. that it was really difficult to just like get over not talking to that, not talking to him anymore because it's, right. yeah, it's like what could have been kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, well, like I, I had that the my whole uh, school <laughs> yeah. career and like... <laughs> Yeah, wondering what might have been and, um, yeah, like, thinking about it too much always took me, like, ages to, like, uh, get over that person mm. and, like, I'd do it fully and it'd be, like, a what, a year or something for yeah. the next person? What, what? How does that compare to you? Yeah, that was probably similar to me, yeah. What about you, Holly? Yeah. Um, for me, I always feel like I make a commitment, this sounds really stupid, but to date myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's right. never like, oh, like I'm in between people. Like I'm just hanging out with myself right now. Yeah, just yeah. taking some me time. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. Is that the only way to do it though? I As mean, in the only way to get over someone? Yeah. I think it's different for other people. I think people always say like, oh, the best way to get over someone is, is to get, over, get under somebody yeah. else. That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Is, that, is there anything to that? In my experience, I would just probably cry having sex with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe not. Yeah, like that's, but that's just my I experience. Mean, yeah. It sounds cliche, but just like time. Just, yeah. 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 Like, one, like one day you just wake up and you don't care anymore. Life exactly. is too short to dwell. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that just sounds, time. That sounds good. Good advice. I mean, it sounds... This seems to have happened a lot over the last few weeks. I ask a question and I kind of get the answer that I thought thought I'd get. Yeah, it like reaffirms that you're on the right track and you do know stuff. Oh, like I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about um, polyamory itself, though? Like uh, having multiple people at the same time. That's becoming a lot more popular in the dating yeah. world. I just mm. got out of a relationship and... And like jumping back into the dating scene a bit, mm. and I'm surprised that kind of how many people kind of just assume like that that's not that it's on on the table because I guess it's never off, but there's it's kind, of, it's kind of, of it's the new way yeah. of dating. It's like just assumed that everybody's like polyamorous. Really, just expect it. Yeah. yeah, like oh, you know, you're dating a hundred other people too, or do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Wow. People assume that you're dating around. People don't assume that you're just dating them okay. anymore. Mm. Um, I've tried cool. to be polyamorous before. It didn't work for me personally, just mm. because I'm a very jealous person. <laughs> um, yeah, you so it's to, never worked yeah. for me. Yeah, but just because it makes me a little bit crazy, and I really admire. I feel like it speaks a lot of, about the character of someone who can do it because I can't. They're a very not selfish person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't tried it, but I know that, like, I wouldn't be able to because I just, it's so, like, not unstable, but you just need that security of, like, being somebody's only person. Yeah. So, yeah. I think especially if, like, your confidence isn't the best, like, it's a lot to then know that they're sleeping with somebody else too. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like I'd be a very jealous person as well, and, like, I like being able to keep tabs on people, so, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, great. And that seems like the same same for me. I don't I don't feel like it seems like totally alien to me. I probably couldn't do it mm. at, at, at my current stage. I don't know. Yeah, each their own though. Like, there's definitely a place for it. I don't think if you get into a monogamous monogamous relationship and you realise this isn't for me, I feel like the best thing you can do is to have a conversation about it. Yeah. I feel like previously, like maybe 
you know, 10 years ago, whatever, everyone felt like that to kind of fit into this box of like what dating is, like a relationship mm. is between two people. And I don't think yeah. it's like that anymore. Yeah, like if that's so not you, things. there's people yeah. out there who also want to be polyamorous. So don't feel like you have to be monogamous with someone. Yeah. Yes. Oh, great. Yes. And you wouldn't, well, and I kind of brought it up kind of as a bridge between people, but it's not necessarily that, is it? Um, but could you, uh, do do you ever like um, sort of start liking someone before you stop liking someone else and that kind of causes issues or anything like that? Or For me, I feel like that's when you know that maybe you don't really like that first person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that does sound fair. Do you know what I mean? Like you're weaning yourself off them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they always say that if you're stuck between two people, or go for the second yeah, one. Yeah, go for yeah. the second one. I've heard okay. that too. It's like Johnny Depp or something that said that. Because <laughs> if you really liked the first person, you wouldn't have even considered the second person. Oh, okay. Yeah. So wise yeah, no, that, words. That's pretty sound advice. Yeah. That yep. does sound very good. Got a question? Hit us up at the naughtyrootshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Yeah, please don't let me hog all the questions because <laughs> I've got a lot, but uh, I'm sure you do as well. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Yeah, if you've got any questions about, you know, anything from uh, the, the rest of the series, please jump in. Uh, but I've got, I've got some more questions sort of about uh, dating and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've barely dated, um, so I've not really had any, like, bad decisions, I don't, I don't think. Mm. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys about um, bad decisions. What do you think is a bad decision? Hmm. Does In anything the spring to m- Yeah. Like, I think uh, there's a lot of bad decisions you can make in the day. Yeah, I mean, field. it is a pretty broad, broad question. I think anything that feels like wrong to you, or like you have to compromise your morals or character, that's probably a bad decision. Yeah. Or like being with somebody that you don't really want to be with, but you just yeah, like sacrificing yes. your heart or whatever, a compromise. Why would you be with someone that you don't want to be with? Well, like for me, before I was dating my boyfriend, I dated this other guy for like a month or so, and he asked me to be exclusive, and I said yes, but I didn't really want to be exclusive. I just like mm. said yes okay. anyway because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. So yeah. yeah, I think just that was a bad decision. I feel like that's a common like thread that most females have when they talk yeah. amongst themselves like um they regret kind of saying yes to guys especially if, if they were younger mm. do you right. know what i mean i feel like we're almost kind of influenced like oh don't let them down like let them down easy yeah. like make them happy i don't know hmm. that's my observation yeah. <laughs> so how would you avoid bad decisions like that like dating the wrong person uh saying yes to something you shouldn't have said yes to you may only like realize later but like for like a beginner how do you how do you go about sort of managing it i think at the time if you if you're not like a hundred percent committed then don't do it like yeah cool yep. good rule mm. i think sometimes like retrospects such a powerful tool but like when you're looking back it's, it's too late do you, you know what i mean but, but you it's learned. good i was about to say yeah. that it's it's good lesson to learn from your mistakes when going into the future, do you know what I mean? You could say, well, I've done that before yeah. in the past. Funny enough, that's what I'm going through now. Like, yep. there's a guy in my life who's, like, very similar to a guy that was toxic for me before that I had mm. dated. And I, like, recognise the signs. Like, yeah. I know that they're, like, it's, like, yeah. dating the same guy all over again. But, like, I'm kind of interested still. <laughs> but I know it's a bad decision. And I know that because of what's played out in the past. Mm. Yeah. So why do I... 
Why do I keep going there? I don't yeah, know. Exactly. But why, it's a bad decision. Why do people make bad decisions? And is there like something good in it? That's what, what I'm kind of like asking. Because like, people it will like sleep with someone that they want to and then later think they shouldn't. Or like, I don't know, whatever. But you know what I mean? Like if you wanted it in the moment, mm. like in that case you were talking about, like if yeah. you were sleeping with something, then you regret it later. I mean, maybe you can't really regret it because you wanted it at the time I think it the bad decisions come when you didn't want it at the time mm. and then you regret it later do you know what I mean right. yeah like when you knew better or you wanted something different and then you do it anyway that's when it's like a true bad decision not like if you change your mind later because then you've learned yeah. do you know what I mean if you're yeah. being true to yourself then there's nothing to regret I feel like sometimes we're just like psychologically wired to just like make bad decisions we're just like <laughs> well yeah because <laughs> Sometimes they can be real growing experiences. Mm. Like some of the dumbest things I've done have been like the best things for me now. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's embarrassing though when you're going through it. Or, yeah. But I'm glad that they've happened now, like even further down the track. Yeah. But yeah. it's hard to know, um, yeah, kind of whether you want it in the moment sometimes. How do you know if it's like if you're 100% ready to go in? Or like commit to something Ooh. before before you've done it. It's, it's it's a kind of hard thing. I mean, what like if you've never done anything before? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like life's too short to like sit down and like analyze everything like that. Yeah. You just need Do to you know jump I mean? in with both. But feet. trust your trust your gut is what you've been saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and don't just follow your heart either. Like, it's important to follow your heart, but don't forget like your head along the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't lose your head. You got to yeah. find the balance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. What about specific people? Uh, specific people, bad decisions, like uh, an ex or like someone at work or like a friend or something like that? Mm. Is that, would you categorise that out of hand as a bad decision? I try not to live my life with like regret or like saying like, oh, that was such a bad decision or anything because mm. I've just learnt so much from it. So I never beat myself up about that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you're right, yeah. It is to call all these things bad decisions is a bit of a. Uh, I know what you're saying though, because like at yeah. the time it hurts, but then later on you're grateful that it happened. Oh, oh. There's hope at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> so deep and meaningful. It did get a bit deep. That does sound good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for explaining that. Um, do you have any anything more to add on like bad decisions? What what comes to mind? We've already sort of, sort of touched on that. What comes to mind when you say a bad decision? I've asked like a people, like situations. Is there anything else that's like a bad decision? What about just not doing anything at all? Is that sort of by um, the inverse like a bad decision? No, I don't think that's a bad decision. I think that everybody should just like be free to be able to do what they want to do. And yeah, it is like quite narrow to just classify everything as a bad decision because <laughs> yeah they are like all learning experiences so yeah yeah cool yeah. well yeah I'm I'm, ha- I'm always happy to learn in other areas of my life I've got to remember sometimes that um, that this is an area of my life that I'm not that experienced or um, or active in and it is there are skills there are uh, things that you can work on and think about 
you think it's natural to slip up? Like you said, like, well, I'm not experienced, but even yeah. like the most experienced data is going to make mistakes. Yes, and I'm sorry because I do ask you so many questions just <laughs> no, to I like like find out your mistakes. Um, <laughs> no, I appreciate it. And even like I, I still ask my friends for advice. Yeah, yeah, like, same. So, yeah. same. I yeah. don't think it ever stops. I think I'll be 80, like, on a porch somewhere asking my... <laughs> asking my best friend, like, what should I do? I hate him. Like, <laughs> at least that's the dream. Like, yeah. That's life, man. Yeah. If you know all the answers, then it's boring. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for explaining them anyway. <laughs> if you guys have any bad decisions that you have made yourself or just anything that you want to ask us or ask James as well to ask us let us know at the naughty show.tumblr.com forward slash ask what have we got now we have got a bit of tumblr time so just earlier <coughs> oh clear my throat um we were talking about bad decisions and we just had a shout out from ash who says follow your heart so there you go, James. Thanks, Ash. Follow your heart. Appreciate it. <laughs> and Anonymous asked us a question. Hi, guys. My school formal coming up. Can you tell me your experiences with it? So did you guys ever do your school formals? What uh, was that? You know, yeah. I did my school formal and I helped plan it. No. And then Were you one of those organisers? Why are you saying it like that? Because that's exactly <laughs> where my story was going, Ruby. <laughs> You're one of yeah. those people. Yeah, we got all the shade from the yeah. whole school. Yeah. Well, because this is the thing. The venue we had it at, in order to seat everybody, some people had to, like, sit up on, like, a pedestal almost, mm-hmm. like, on on a stage. Yeah. So we decided, oh, that's going to be embarrassing for other people. Like, no one's going to want to sit up there. So we'll just sit up there. So we, like, seated, <laughs> my <laughs> friends and I seated ourselves on the stage because we thought, that's so embarrassing. Who wants to sit there? So we'll do yeah. it. We'll take one for the team. Yeah. Well, then everyone was like, they think they're royalty up on the stage. I was like, royalty? And this was like when Lord, that song came out, Royal. Yeah. Yes, that was like our song. It turned into like this whole big thing. Oh. I know. So it's like a bit, it was a bit shady. Because I read <laughs> in the news, like earlier this year, some girls were the organisers for their school formal and they overcharged everybody. <gasps> <laughs> so they could make a profit. <laughs> I wish I did that. Yeah. <laughs> was like a pain and suffering kind of inconvenience fee. Like, we had to organise all of this, so why shouldn't we get some reward it was, for it? It was hard work. Yeah. Did you have any help from your mum or, like, your no, parents? No, it was on me and my friends. <laughs> I deserved a service fee. It was a lot of hard work and tears. Well, there you go. Yeah, you should do that. You should get your kids to do that if they ever organise school formals. Just <laughs> oh, I'm not trying to get sued by the school or anything crazy. What about That's you, James? Fine. How was your school formals? Um, let's see. Uh, we well, like in Tassie, we have like high school until year ten, yep. and then uh, matric or college from like year twelve. Yeah. So the year twelve one doesn't really matter because you've only been with each other for like two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, year ten was too early for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't wasn't that good. I remember grade six, we had one as well. It was alright. <laughs> I feel like school formals are just, like, all such a waste of money because, like, yeah. especially for girls, you waste, like, all this money on oh, nails yeah. and hair and makeup and dresses that you'll, like, never wear again because you can't wear the same dress in, like, two profile pictures. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's not on. <laughs> it's, oh it seems like in Australia it's not as much of a thing to, like, uh, have, like, a date. 
as it is yeah. in America. You like all because like all the shows that we see on TV here are about like oh you're gonna ask this person in the formal and it's all kind of like a big deal. And I feel like in America they have like prom and there's like prom yeah, kings exactly. and prom queens. Like so, is that at all what you experienced in your school formals? I haven't experienced. No. Not for me. No, no me. I and still all my kind friends. of felt the pressure. Yeah, really? Of, to of ask like, someone? Yeah, like I thought that would be a cool thing to do. No. That's pressure. I just, yeah. yeah. In my school, everybody just went with their friends. Yeah. Like a whole group of girls, whole group of boys, and then everybody just got like wild at the after party <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> I feel like the actual formal itself was not very eventful, but it was all about what happened afterwards. Mm. That got everybody yeah, talking. that one poor house that got trashed. Yeah. Oh. That's so funny. The poor parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in my experience, also, did you do your deb? No, I didn't do a deb. Did What's you a deb? do a deb? I did a deb. Oh, it's like a debutante ball. So it's like um, where all the girls wear white dresses. Yeah, and, and you like, do like dance what? practice with a guy. Oh. Um, and then you come down the stairs. It's like, I think traditionally it means like you're turning into a woman. Oh. Yeah, it's like a so- society kind of. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's like a white people dress. Like, I'm a virgin now. I can be. It's like almost like I'm married to it. Yeah. Like <laughs> the concept. That's weird. It is. Like, you wear, like, a wedding dress and you take the dance lessons. I remember practicing yes. dancing, though. That was that was crazy in, like, grade six. <laughs> we all went wild for it. It was amazing. Stepping <laughs> on everybody's toes. Yeah. I don't know if this is, like, your experience, but I feel like there was always, like, drama or, like, rumours, I guess, from, like, I guess immature, like, yeah. bitchy people saying, like, oh, you know... They're going to have deb sex or formal sex. Yeah. Like, did that happen, like, at your school? Like, that kind of, like, drama? Yeah, like, people what just kind that? of... Yeah. It's, like, because there's a special occasion, like, it has to be consummated. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Like... <laughs> what are you talking about, Holly? <laughs> no, that definitely I, happened for me. Like, people like, tonight's the night. Yes, it's like, they're like, yes. it's a deb. We have to have sex tonight. Oh, my God. I know. This is how some people think. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't one of them, but it was always... Some, I knew some people that took it so serious. Or, like, at the after party, if, like, people just, like, walked off into, like, a secluded area, people just knew what was going yeah. on. But I feel like it was always, like, assumed. Like, they could just be, like, playing heads up. And they'd yeah. be like, oh, they're having sex. Yeah. Just playing it's heads a special up. occasion. <laughs> we know. Or, like, showing DMs or something. But yeah. it's always like, oh, no, they're having sex. Yeah. Always assume the worst. Yeah. <laughs> the well, not the worst. Yeah. But the like, funnest. Yeah. No, no, they're overrated. <laughs> they're yeah, from the way we're talking about it, uh, it does seem like it's not that big a deal. No. Uh, you just go and have a fun time with your friends. Yeah. Like, yeah, just... I remember it as just a good time. Go to it for the socialising. Although I didn't yeah. prepare for it at all. Basically, <laughs> I just got like a suit. I think it cost like $150. Yeah, it's really so much cheaper life. for guys. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really so much less pressure. That, like, I feel like the guys don't think about it at all. They're like, I'm just going to rock up in a limo. Yeah. Where it's like the girls was like, no, serious, like, I'm going to wear a big dress. I oh, hope she's not wearing the same dress as me. Don't get your makeup done the same place. No one's look the same. Like, yeah. Did people rock up to formals at your school in limos? Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Did that, they do it at your yeah, school? Yeah, they did it at my school and everybody's like, what are you doing? Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> we're in year 10. You don't need to, like, rock up in a limo. <laughs> no, I had a limo. Then we had, like... We had to meet up at a house beforehand to get the pictures in front of the limo. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was like... <laughs> Like a full movie, like Mean Girls or something. <laughs> yeah, I just went like in a like an old vintage car with my mate. He was oh, like, so mate, I'm not letting you go to the formal 
with your mum. I'm not letting your mum <laughs> drop you off in like the Mazda 2. You're coming with me in this car. <laughs> in this reduced car. And we did that and it was fine. No, that's what my mum did. She just like dropped me off in the car park in her Volkswagen. Like. <laughs> oh, I had one guy who got dropped off in like his dad had like a big like construction vehicle. It was like four ton giant truck. Like, well, he's still, he's still, still making an entrance. Yeah. 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 you're saying? I remember exactly. as a kid, I used to have this fantasy of like a big ute and then like you and all your friends in the back of the ute like standing up on like the trailer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like a country town kind of vibe. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but How in suits or flanny? Sorry? But in suits or flanny? No, a gown. A ball gown. All right. Oh, but yeah. Like what am I saying? Suits. The contrast of like the dirty ute and like the ball gown. It doesn't matter what you do, what do you look like, you'll only remember it as a good time. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if you guys have any of your own formal experiences that you want to let us know about, or if you have any other general questions, let us know at thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show. Um, right now, I want to bring up a gift that I got. Um, in the studio right now, I'm looking at um, Steve Harvey's face, looking at me with a little <laughs> grin. Um, I, this is a gift that I got from an ex-boyfriend of mine um, who lightly put it as, I don't know much about men. So this book is called Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. And basically the idea behind the book is Steve Harvey giving women all the tips and tricks that men use to get women and trying to give women the upper hand back, if that makes sense. Because he's qualified to give this advice. Well, he says he is because he has a penis. So, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yes. One of the tips, though, or I guess the pieces of advice that he gives to women yeah. um, is the 90-day rule. No, So do you guys know what the 90-day rule is? No. no. Basically, us. it's you date a man for 90 days before you give the cookie up to him. He calls it the cookie. <laughs> the cookie in the, up. <laughs> in the So before, I guess, you let him taste the tree. Okay, you're going to have to explain this days. to me. What is this? <laughs> yeah. So basically it's about holding out if you want a man to respect you. I think he's, I guess this is if you want a relationship from it. He says right. basically in the book that if you want a man to take you seriously, you have to wait 90 days. And if that, he doesn't respect you. Um, I actually think he says, he says, put yourself first without withhold the benefits. If you have a high level of respect for yourself, end quote. But I feel like if you did that now, if you like waited 90 days, people just get like bored and they think that you're just like, yeah, you're not worth it. See, in my experience, I actually waited longer than 90 days to have sex with my ex. I waited like probably like 300 days, like almost a year. Whoa. I know, I wasn't counting or anything, but we actually waited like, <laughs> like a really long time to, to have sex. And then in my experience, I feel like he took me seriously yeah. because of that. Um, I'm not saying that that's right, yeah. that you should treat... But, but you're I saying it's a good way to weed out the guys. That's that, what Steve yeah. says. He yeah. says, um, quote, of course you run the risk of scaring him off, but isn't the guy who sleeps with you without any obligation to you, the one you want to go away? Yeah. Is what he says. But in my mind, the thing I think is controversial about this is I don't think you should respect someone more or less Yeah. because of their, I guess, sexual actions. Yeah, whether they have sex on the first date or... Sometimes the vibe's yeah. just right. Exactly. So you just see how 
it feels in the moment. Yes. That sounds yeah. good to me because I, I have no idea what I'm, he's talking about and I'm a man. I don't think <laughs> I know. That's funny. Does he have any more advice for us? That's one... He, Throughout the book, that's one of his, like, main keys. Like, okay. make a man wait, and it's all about standards, oh. like, push a man around. If it's just, like, artificial like that, if you're doing it as, like, a calculated thing, then, well, personally, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, you I, don't want to be, like, a woman's, por- like, porn. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to feel like they're just doing it because Steve Harvey told them to, <laughs> or that they're just playing around with you because they think, like, maths... And, like, the, the sun going around the earth will make a difference. <laughs> what if a woman came to you, though, the James? The earth goes around the sun, actually, sorry. <laughs> yeah. What if a woman came to you, though, James, and said, um, I just don't want to jump into this too fast. I just want to make sure, like, it's special and I can get to know you first. Well, what that's exactly my that? style. So I'd be, I'd be... Over the moon. Yeah, that would work for me very well. Yeah, that's the opposite of what Steve says all men think okay. in the book. In the book, he says that all men would want to sleep with you at first opportunity. Hmm, that's not a, an exact lie. I mean, probably a lot of men would like to sleep with people, but don't a lot of people like to sleep with people? Is that a man thing? No, I think both I'm not saying women that's and men enjoy yeah. sex, yeah. obviously. Yeah, people enjoy it, so why wouldn't you do it? <laughs> I think traditional, traditionally speaking, like speaking to the stereotypes, mm. women are conservative and mm. men are not. Yeah. Is, but obviously like women that's are very not true. Yeah. yeah. But, but obviously that's not true, especially in modern society. And I'm kind of glad that that mm. stigma is shifting slowly but surely. But I do think there are some people out there who, for example, a guy will say, or anyone will say, like, oh, you know, um, you can sleep with whoever you want, like, numbers don't matter, but I am glad you haven't slept with a lot of people. Yeah. Do right. I mean? Like, kind of like that backhanded thing where it's like, it's okay, but I'm glad that you haven't. Like, they if, think more of mm, you sometimes. Some yeah. messed up people think yeah. more of you if you, have a, if you don't have a high number. If a guy has a high number, it's okay. But if a girl has a high number, it's not okay. Mm. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. That's a stupid thing that a lot of people still think. It's like a crazy double standard that obviously yeah, Steve Harvey still has as well. Um, in the book, he says that a woman should never tell a man that she slept with more than three people. Ooh. Right. <laughs> Which I think is crazy because the book's targeted to, like, middle-aged women. Mm. And, like, a lot in the book, he talks about, like, children. So, obviously, sex has happened at some point. But he yeah. says, no matter what, even if you've had, even if you've had four ex-husbands, say you've had three sexual partners. Okay. That's that like makes the no joke sense. In, I know, that's like the joke he says in the book. He says men can't handle knowing that women have had more than three sexual partners, which is crazy in 2018. Well, yeah. You, I mean, you don't want to know. You can kind of assume that people have had partners before. But, yeah, you, you don't – just don't ask about it. Yeah, I feel like it's a very personal know. thing yeah. to ask. I feel like it's very personal, but I'm just like – a really curious person <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who would probably pick, like, yeah, who would probably pick your brain just to find out and then obsess about it later. It's yeah. my worst quality, really. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I mean, I'm kind of like that as well. But it's good that you're aware, aware that you can be obsessive about things like that. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is kind of like a bit off topic, but if we're talking about, like, being obsessive or whatever... 
Mm. Um, I recently stalked, there's this guy that I'm like kind of interested in and I literally stalked his ex-girlfriend down because I just wanted to see what she was like. Oh. <laughs> I know. How like, far this did you stalk her? Well, I just wanted to know what she looked like. Oh. That's what I did with my current boyfriend. See? I think, like, I think oh, everybody do it. does it. Ooh. Every girl does it. But They're it's just, terrible. Yeah. But we just have to know. We I just, know. Yeah. But we like, don't, like, do anything. Like, I didn't even tell my partner that I, like, stalked his ex-girlfriend. I just I kind of did it. Then they think you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for my own peace of mind. I just, I had to know. Mm. Yeah. Well, Steve says all women are crazy and that men just have to find a crazy girl that they'll put up with. Hmm. Steve's at old school, though. <laughs> I know, he's a bit of a traditionalist. He's also, like, he was also doing stand-up in the 80s and 90s. It's like sounds like something Chris Rock would say. You know? Mm. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess he's a millionaire now, so I can't mm. really knock his career because <laughs> he's doing yeah. better than me. So, when did the book come out? Was it? I think it was 2015. So, it was like a few years ago. Yeah, so it's not that old. Not it's that old. Has- and he kind of presents himself as a forward-thinking man. Yeah, contemporary, progressive yeah. man. Yeah. Like, he openly says he's a Democrat and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, would you, would you recommend Steve this Harvey. book? Do you think it's accurate? I think just, like, you know in the moment. I don't think you should be thinking, like, 90 days. Because I think if it's the wrong guy and you wait mm. 500 days... Like, isn't just a waste of your time anyway? And if it's the right person and you wait 20 seconds, I mean, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Even seconds, if it's yeah. the wrong guy and you wait 20 seconds, like, that's up to you. It's your prerogative. I don't think you sh- women should be thinking about all these mm. rules and stuff all the time. All yeah. men. Mm. I like what Ash said earlier. She said, follow your heart. Yeah, I think so too. I think life's too short to be sitting around counting days. And if it's in the moment, it's in the moment. That's just my experience. That's just my experience. But yeah. apparently I know nothing according to my ex. That's why I got this book in the first place. I can't say that that's how all men think as a man. Well, I feel relieved to know that. Yeah. Uh, now we have Cosmo. Yes. So we are still in mourning with the folding of the Australian Cosmopolitan magazine. The last issue ever will be coming out sometime this month. So... Very sad times. Holly, I know you're just as heartbroken as I am. I just feel like it's such a cool educational tool. Why are they they taking this away from us? Like, where are we going to get our sex advice from now? We just keep running into the same problems. It's up to us now. I know. Well, to kind of mourn the loss of Cosmo, uh, we have been going through a few issues on the um, segments on the show. Yes. Um, Going through some issues of theirs and reading out some of the tips and tricks and questions that other readers and professionals have written in. Yes. So this one from September last year says that for women, you should keep your socks on because it'll make it easier to orgasm because socks make your feet feel nice and warm. So it makes you feel comfortable and safe. So I know that I do this myself. Like I cannot have sex without wearing socks. Holly, are you the same? Neither can I. When Ruby wrote (laughs) this in, I was like, oh my God, I do this. I do this. Exactly. Like, I think it is quite a common thing because, yeah, you just feel, like, so safe and secure when you're wearing socks. But if a guy wears socks while he's having sex with somebody, it's seen as, like, weird. Is it weird? I don't think it is. I don't know. 
I always, ma- I always make my boyfriend take off his socks, but what? I just like <laughs> leave mine on. <laughs> oh my gosh! How can you make him take it off? And like, unless you're into like foot stuff, it just it looks weird. Like when he has his socks, but he's just like the rest but of his body. Who's looking at the feet when you have sex? <laughs> yeah. It ruins it ruins it for me. So that's hilarious. No, I agree that it's like I feel like it's way easier to reach orgasm for a female. At least in my, because I'm a female. That's my only yeah. experience. <laughs> with, yeah. with socks on. Yeah. Like, it's just way easier to get there. I don't know what it is. It's almost like being hmm. in bed, almost. Well, well I don't know. It's like being tucked remember. in. Yeah. Yeah. And tucked in from the feet up. Yeah, from the feet. <laughs> what about <laughs> Uggies? Would down. Uggies work? Uggies? Yeah. Ugg boots. Mm. It's not the vibe. It's yeah, the sexy it's not socks. The vibe. Yeah. Not the vibe. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys wear socks or don't wear socks, let us know and vote on our Twitter poll. Is it weird to wear socks while having sex? No. 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 <laughs> I'm still keeping in the line of feet. I found this little tip in Cosmo. Yeah. It's a little sex tip. It says, tickle his feet with your nipples. Climb on top of him in reverse cowgirl. Then bend over into your nipples. Rest on the top of his feet. Wowza. Okay, he's what is comment. reverse cowgirl, though? It's like... How would I explain? It's like girl on top, but then facing the toes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. How is that a cowgirl? This is, sounds like astrology. Like, what, how do the stars <laughs> of link up? Because instead of, like, riding a horse, you're riding <laughs> the, 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 the oh, cowgirl. man. <laughs> but that's like, technically true. It's yeah. Riding, you're riding the man, and then you flipped. Yeah. You're reversed. Uh, oh, so you're the cowgirl. Yeah. yeah. And you're cowgirl. Re- okay, yeah. and you're reversed. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. yeah. So, yes. th- wait, so in that's this not the weirdest bit about this. <laughs> no, that's not Tickle the weird. That's the, the average part. That's the vanilla part. James, James <laughs> learning new sex positions on air. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> the weird thing I thought about this tip was the bending all the way over and then tickling the tops of his toes with your nipples. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to be pretty <laughs> flexible to like know, successfully also, pull this off. <laughs> I always feel like you would, he would slip out of you when you're trying to bend down. To yeah, <laughs> I feel like they would think it's like an accident. Like, oh, are you okay? Do you need help getting back up for like to ride? Because <laughs> also, you have to be almost like laying down. Yeah. Also, what does it do? You're just tickling. I think it's just a little bit of, like a. Foreplay thing. Oh, okay. Like just an extra, an extra thing to add to the senses. Yeah, just stimulation. Yeah. 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 No. I I feel like my boobs are too small for this. (laughs) Like I have to be down, down (laughs) to even get near the toes. (laughs) So maybe this is a trick for like bigger-breasted women. Yeah, I don't think this is one of Cosmo's greatest sex tips that they've given us. I mean, it's it's. I've I've never seen anything (laughs) like this before. Yeah. And it. (laughs) It's sad that Cosmo will not be around to give us anything since. Exactly. Well, some educational advice they have is somebody sent in a question to Cosmo asking, um, squirting, how does it work exactly? And their response was, um, they said, everybody's talking about it, but nobody's quite sure what it is or how to do it. So allow us to elaborate. Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Well, here we go. Tissue on the upper wall of your vagina called urethral sponge filled with fluids, a.k.a. female ejaculate, that is released via small holes as you orgasm. So somebody said, think of the duct as a hose. For some women, its opening is bigger, so there's a steady gushing effect. For others, that opening is tiny, so when the fluid builds up, there's a squirting effect. 
So in other words, it all depends on how your body is built. But Holly, you said off air that how do you tell whether it's like squirting or pee? I don't know, for some reason I always thought it was pee. Yeah. And that's, I guess right. that's like the misconception out there. I think most people do think it's pee. Mm. I heard it was pee. Yeah. Like every time I'm about to orgasm, I just, I feel like I'm going to pee. And then sometimes I just go to the toilet because I feel like I'm about to wet myself and then nothing happens. I know what you're talking about. Especially yeah. like sometimes no, well, there's the penetration there. is heavy. Yeah. Like, then it's like, oh my God, I really am going to pee. Mm. No, well, like that's just the feeling. And, but when you're about to orgasm, you, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys have the same thing. We, we've got a thing uh, in, in male world where there's just male a muscle. <laughs> it's a muscle that <laughs> stops you from weeing and ejaculating at the same time. I don't so you don't think, have to worry about that. I don't think, I don't think we have, have, have this. No, you don't I don't have think it? we have this. Because no. I've heard experiences from other people that I know before <laughs> oh. <laughs> where they like peed on the D. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think we have that cool little t- trick, but we sh- Why, God? Why do we have that? Jeez. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think my advice would be always pee before sex. And oh, yeah, and after. After to prevent UTIs. UTIs. That's yeah. extremely painful. Yes. Um. Lastly, Cosmo says why alcohol is a buzzkill in bed. So a lot of people have alcohol before sex or before they meet somebody Mm. just like calm the nerves and just make themselves less nervous. But if you have alcohol, you're actually less turned on. It is harder to orgasm and you may take more risks. Right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I know a lot of people say that men can't get it up when they've had Yeah, there's like a whole thing like whiskey dick. Yeah, except yeah. I think it's like with any alcohol. Like that's yeah. just like the term that they call it. Yeah. But the slang. Yeah. But yeah, it is harder to orgasm because the booze can interfere with both concentration and libido and it makes you less sensitive to physical touch. So that just sounds no good all around. And scientific on it. There's an issue with consent there as well. Mm. Yeah. The more the more you have, like I'd never I'd yeah, I'd never do anything under too much alcohol yes yep well if you guys have any questions you want to ask us or any tips that you've learned from cosmo let us know at the naughty com forward slash ask or you can message us in any of our socials at the naughty rude show Coming up next, what do you hide from your partner? Make sure to weigh in on our Tumblr account. And don't forget to vote on our poll on Twitter, do you wear socks while having sex at the Naughty Root on Twitter? Yes. Yes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> excited there, Holly. <laughs> oh, you changed your tune just then. I'm just letting the people know that it's okay and everyone should try it because it's better. Yeah. Sugar and spice and everything nice. You're listening to the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation. That was Valerie by Amy Winehouse. And now we're going to get into some boundaries and compromise. I know. This is a crazy story that I just wanted to share on air that I happened to read on Vice. So, basically, um, this woman found out that her boyfriend was having an affair. Or, yeah. I guess, cheating on her in some sense. He went on a date with another girl. Um, long story short, they ended up having a threesome. That's quite weird. All three of them. I know, not that anything is like wrong with threesomes, but it's like the emotional, I think, distress atta- like attached with it 
in yeah. the sense that she thought she was monogamous with this guy, then he brought this other girl, and then she felt like she had to have sex with her as well in the threesome. Right. It's just to like even it out, it. just like an eye for an eye kind of thing? Or? In, no, in the article she kind of explained that she felt like she didn't really want to do it, but it was like a chain of yeses where I guess she never really stood up for herself, I yeah. guess you could kind of say, in the sense that I guess they were introduced and then she asked, like, can I kiss your boyfriend? She said yes and then one thing turned to another and she felt like she kept ha- having to say yes. Mm. And I guess if you read the article, um, it goes into a lot of things that he did that I guess she yeah. allowed. Do you feel like she wanted to have this threesome so that she could have more control over the situation? or um, I guess that's up for debate if you... In the story, yeah, um, I think it's more of her wanting to please him. Mm. Always, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think a lot of people find themselves in this situation in relationships, in the sense that they're constantly compromising, perhaps, on things that they don't want to yeah. do for somebody else. Yeah, which I guess is a bit heavy. And well, this is a very threesome is not heavy. Extreme example, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I guess my question is to you guys. Um, in a relationship, like, where are there things that you've compromised on in the past that you think maybe you shouldn't have or boundaries that you've let be crossed that you regret? Mm, I can't think of anything myself. Have you? I guess when I read this, a story did come to mind, not so much a story, but a relationship I kind of had with a guy yeah. where I felt like I let him ga- get away with too much. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? In the sense, like, we were never, like, monogamous because I never, like, demanded that. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. a label. But, like, he would, like, for example, come home from a party and tell me, like, oh, I slept in a bed with this girl. And I'd be like, okay. Do you know what I mean? Because I was, like, young and didn't know yeah. how to stand up for myself. And I would always right. he would always justify it, like, oh, but we're not together. Like, I'm not his girlfriend, so I can't tell him no. Or, oh. do you know what I mean? Even there was one point where... Funny enough, I really resonated with this article because there was one point where I could tell he was interested in one girl, so then I kissed this girl. What? I know, like, That's it's a got good move, kind of. No, because they ended up together. But oh. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I kind of resonated with this article a little bit because of that. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't say I've got any stories well, you guys about are compromise. Lucky. <laughs> You guys are lucky. We're just boring. I mean, I wouldn't know how to how to manage it going in, sort of how to sort of establish um, compromise and ground rules and things like that. I think it can be hard, especially in a relationship yeah. with someone that maybe takes you a bit for granted or doesn't want to meet you halfway, or so then you're right. the one making all the compromises. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. And your boundaries are const- constantly being crossed, but then you feel like you have to mm. allow them to be crossed. Does that Otherwise, make sense? you'll just lose them, like you want them to stay kind of thing, so you just give them more and more room. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's one of the things this girl does say in this article, in the sense that she never wanted to lose him, so she was constantly allowing him to get away with stuff. And it was only until later on in the article she explains that she ended up actually pregnant with his baby and then he left her. Oh. I know. This is quite a in-depth article. And, And this was like years after the threesome, so like obviously... Similar situations had yeah. come and he had never learned his lesson. Mm. 
Um, well, this guy sounds like a, a real piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the story comes no full good. circle, though, because then she's like, I realise I only need myself, blah, 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 which mm. is very true. I feel like you're better off alone always than with someone who doesn't respect you. Yeah, with or, a toxic person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, we had a couple of Tumblr questions come in. Uh, Mike was asking about... Um, what was he asking about? Asking about his girlfriend having sex wearing Crosh's tights. What do you think of that? That's hot. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Shout-outs to Mike and his girlfriend. Uh, the person asked about formals. Would you have sex after year 12 formal or not? Why? Yes, because we were talking about yeah, we were talking year 12 about that. formals. Well, just formals in general because we had a question earlier. I didn't have sex after my year 12 formal or any of my formals, but I know certainly a few people in my year level would have, Holly. I didn't either. I think I just went on like a Mac as well. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, I think a lot of people did. Mm. It sounds like just one of many activities you can do on the night. (laughs) Great night. Macca's run sounds a bit better, to be honest. Yeah, Macca's all sex, like up to you. Yeah, pick one. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show. Right now, we're just going to jump into some questions that we got recently on Tumblr again. Yes. So, thanks for writing in. Um, don't forget to write in at thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Yes. Um, it doesn't... You can be anonymous. So, make it as crazy as you need. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to jump to the first one now. So, the first person, Nicole, says, Hello, Naughty Rude. At what age did you lose your virginity? Well, I lost mine at 18, but I was I was, I was almost 19, but yeah. I wow. can still say 18. So, yeah. yeah. We were quite late. I feel like everybody else lost theirs when they were 15, 16. But really? Yeah. I, I don't think that. It's easy to think that when you look at other people. Yeah. But there's a lot of people like me who will be very quiet and mm. will not know <laughs> that they haven't. Because yeah. I've not lost mine yet. Mm. And I'm 22. Yeah. I Which is like, fine. Yeah. We've, we've covered this whenever before, you're ready. Yeah. Is all okay. Yeah. Hope that um, clears things up, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the next question is: Can guys and girls be friends at school or work? Oh. Well, is a tricky one. Always. Yeah, I reckon. We're all people. People can be friends with people. You can't just I rule agree. out half to the population. To a certain extent, I think in my experience, someone typically always ends up liking the other person. Oh, is that what it means? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I, there's definitely friends that I'm just platonic with. Yeah. But in, in my experience, most of the time, one, yeah. one person always wants something more. I feel like it was easier for me to have platonic relationships after... I was no longer single. Like when I was in a relationship, mm. yeah. I felt like it was just easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the like potential for any sexual relationship was more removed. Mm. Funny I enough, find that too. Yeah. Like um, people warm to me a lot when I talk about someone that I like, just mm. knowing that that I'm not after them in any yeah, sort of way. Yeah, you're not you know? focused on them. You're yeah, focused yeah. on somebody else. But things change. Like I'm not interested in them yet. Like, yeah. if you're spending a lot of time together at school or work, you I get to know people a lot. You spend a lot of time together. Yeah, at work. Um, sorry, at school, I think it's a bit different 
in the sense that like you're together all the time mm. and I guess it's the same at work actually like mm. so that's like I guess it's natural to become friends with them if yeah. you're spending so much time with them so I definitely think that guys and girls can be friends especially like like just because someone has a penis doesn't mean they're into you like if you're a girl <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. there's plenty of people who you know are gay or mm. do you know what I mean so I don't think you should just assume that everybody's after you mm. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you've always got to be careful but yeah don't don't assume people should just give signals I think I'm such a straightforward person <laughs> I just want everyone to uh, say exactly what their deal is yeah I think signals are hard like if they're not like fully forwardly expressed because then one yeah. person thinks that the signals are clear the other person doesn't like what? I know like it's confusing like to me like like, I don't know, like, a kiss on the cheek, that's, like, a signal. Oh, okay. But is that to other people, that, it's not, like, that's, like, yeah. a friendship thing. So, I'm, like, oh, pff, am I blown? Like, <laughs> right. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, like, for me, that's just being friendly, so. No! <laughs> that's, like, like, why are you trying to kiss me? It depends on the person. I know some people that, like, kiss on cheeks all the time. Yeah, but that's why other it's people, so like, subjective. Like, if I kiss you on the cheek, says, you'd know that, that that was a signal. Yeah. But for other people. Same. Yeah. Same. Because I don't want you in my personal space if we're not... <laughs> If I'm not interested. Yeah. But for some people, like Ruby, like it's just, it's just friendly. Mm. Mm. I absolutely hate it when like I'm walking like at work or just anywhere and people just put their hand on my back as they like walk past just yeah. to like say that oh, like, right. for me, that's a signal. Yeah. I hate it when people do that. A signal hand like, on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Just to like walk past. It's like past. an excuse to touch you. It's like. Yeah. Like, just it's put, difficult put, touching people yeah. at work. Or like if you're in a club and it's really busy and like people are squeezing through and they just put like their hand on your back just yeah. to like, yeah. So the clubs would be to different. make sure you're standing like, up Don't right. touch me kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, we have another question here. Yeah, and it says, what's one, what should we not talk about on a date? I feel like ex-partners. Is that... You think? Yeah, I reckon ex-partners. Yeah, I hear that is like the number one thing. Yeah. You don't talk about. Yeah, people always say that, but I'm just a curious person. Like, I want to know, like, why did you break up? Hmm, I mean, But some people say that's too forward to ask. Like, I think one of the... And then they'll just be spending the whole date talking about their ex. But then like, you know do you really not, want that? But then you know that they're not over them. If they keep going on and on about their ex, like, good, I found out now, not six months down the track. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want them to be honest, don't you? Yeah, that's why I just, like, I'd rather know yeah. about the ex, and then they're like, yeah, you know, it's over, I'm good girl. And I feel Done. like, yeah, <laughs> if they talk about themselves a lot on the date as well and don't ask you any questions, they're just like... Yeah, that's a no-no. Yeah, you need to show some interest in me. Mm. Yeah. For sure. What about First, you, James? What do you reckon? Of, like, date, things not to yeah, ask on a date. Yeah, things not to ask. Like, what would you be upset if someone asked you on a date? I don't know. Well, it, uh, it, it depends so much. I think a more productive thing would be to ask what should you ask on a date. Mm. That's so hard, though, because, like, with everyone, different things are going to come out. Yeah, true. I like things coming out. I like going down, like, re- really deep, um, into really deep conversations. I think on, like, the second time I saw a girl this year, we, we were talking about, um, I, I talked about my ex, and that was that was fine, I think, because it was just, it was, it was in the context. It was... Yeah, if it comes out naturally, then it comes out. It was, like, out. 2 a.m. at the pancake parlor, great time. <laughs> oh, bound come out. Yeah. Bound come- 
pancake pancakes past two a.m. equals X talk. Yeah, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh yeah. Yes. Right now we're going to jump into um, a dating trend, a yep. new dating trend. Although I feel like I've been doing this for ages. <laughs> so it's called sneeting. Mm-hmm. Sneeting. Sneeting. So I guess it's a mashup of sneaky and eating. So when you hide food from the person you're dating. Right. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you have well, to hide your food? Because if it's their favourite food as well, they're then they'll just eat it, eat it on you. Mm-hmm. I know I am gluten-free, so I get these like really nice gluten-free pies, but they're expensive. I don't know mm. why, because it's less tasty, more expensive. <laughs> it's not yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I would buy them, and then my a guy I was dating would love them and would like go into the fridge late at night and eat them like as a midnight snack, and it would drive me up the wall because it's so expensive. So mm. I would like I would hide them like in the back of the pantry, and then like back in the morning when I knew that like he had left, I would put them back in the fridge. <laughs> Wow. Uh, it was dedication, but I just didn't want him to eat my food. Mm. Well, for me, I have a jar of lollies at my boyfriend's house because I just like always like eating lollies. And every time his friend comes over, his friend always eats the lollies. I'm like, they're my lollies. Like, it's not even my boyfriend that eats them. It's his friend that's eating them. <laughs> exactly. In your jar. Exactly. So that's terrible. Now... I have a good system where, because I hate black currant lollies, I just mm. like have a separate jar of black currant lollies that's like the decoy that I <laughs> give his friends. <laughs> and he can have all the bad flavours and I'll have all the good flavours. So good. I like fix the problem. You know what you should do? You should have that like an empty jar and yep. then the one that you love. And then suck on all your lollies and put oh. them in the empty jar. So then when he goes to eat it next time, it'll taste like soggy and like oh. your saliva. You should do that's that. That's a bit evil. Well, I'm evil. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> but you won't do it again, and then you can freely leave yeah, your lollies around. Yeah, that is around. true. There should be – people should um, obey the rules about food. Food's important. At, yeah. exactly. at our house, we just have a cupboard, like, That's my cupboard. Anything in this is mine. People don't listen to that, though. That's our experience. Mm, I feel like, though, once don't something them, is <laughs> open, like if the packet's open, it's free for all. Really? <gasps> yeah. you have to binge eat it. Yeah, like in my family, if a packet of chips is open, it's like fair game. Anybody can have it. Oh, my God. I think the opposite. It's when it's closed, it's like, oh, well, no one's going to have it, so I guess I'll have to eat it. People are so sneaky. Yeah. Is there anything else like you guys would hide from a partner? Maybe like a beauty tip or... Ooh. Beauty tip like... Like a beauty secret. How I do my hair. Maybe maybe you have a wig. Like, oh, it's, you know, that's a big secret. Plot twist. Well, you know, that, that's something sneaky that you would hide. I feel like maybe an extra pillow or an extra blanket. I feel like. Oh, that's sneaky, but probably yeah. worth it. I mean, if you need it. Yeah, so you can be like extra cozy and not share blankets. Because like I'm, I'm like hug. the biggest blanket hog when I sleep, so. So why do you need an extra one? He needs an extra one that he can hide from you. But then I can be extra <laughs> cozy. <he> <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, I probably like- hide um, just the YouTube videos that I watch because I'm embarrassed. Why? What are you watching? I'm not going to tell you. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Come on, James. It's anonymous. <laughs> what do you mean it's anonymous? You know my name. No one can see you. Everyone knows my voice and my name by not now. Your but last they don't name. know what you look like either. Tell us, uh, James. <laughs> I've been watching these like self-improvement videos. Like. Uh, oh. Precious. You yeah, should like tell a girl to... that. That'll get you laid. What? That'll get you laid. Because they'll say that, that you're sensitive. Yeah. yeah. I am sensitive. I thought 
I thought that was obvious. But it feels like little reminders. It's like, oh, yeah, this is like an example yeah. that you can give. Is it sweeter that I hide it, that I don't tell people <laughs> that I watch these videos? <laughs> or just, or to say, oh, yeah, I, I watched a video about how to uh, get your morning routine right or something like that. It's cute that you're just watching yeah. it in general. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't watch it to be cute. <laughs> But that's the even that's the even cuter part. It's like an indirect, like you weren't trying. It was just natural. Yeah. This is a dating tip from me and Ruby that you should really, you should like set it up so that she finds. Oh, what's this, James? <laughs> oh, I was watching. Oh, you're so sweet. What about something else online? Would you hide uh, your messages f- to other people, or would you let your partner look at them? Oh. In one sense, I've got nothing to hide, but yeah. in the other, on the other hand, like I feel like. My friends tell me stuff, not my partner. Do you know what I mean? So in that sense, it's like protecting my friend's privacy. Uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, true. That's what I think. Yeah, similar for me. That's not necessarily sneaky, is it, to to not show people messages? Some people would say it is. They'd be like, you've got nothing to hide. Why can't I see it? I'm not that sneaky a person. I don't reckon I'd um, say anything that I wouldn't stand behind or eat anything that I wouldn't stand behind. (laughs) Well, one Back thing yourself. I used to hide was the time I would start work. So I would, like, rush, like, my partner out of the house and say, like, oh, I have to start work at five. Really, I'm starting at six because I just wanted me time. Oh, that's kind of sneaky. Well, it's also kind of worth it's it. It's genius. Because yeah. then, like, oh, and, but then you have to get dressed in your uniform early. Like, oh, I'm going to run late. Oh, my God. And then rush them out. Sometimes I would even, like, get in the garage. Like, I'm going to go. And then, that like, they would drive away. Then I would come story. back in the house. Oh, me time. <laughs> that reminds me of a great story. I had a friend who uh, used to sleep around a lot. I won't um, tell you his identity. But he'd, like, um, he'd have girls with him in uh, staying the night. And he'd put on, like, a suit, uh, get, in a, get in a car, say, like, I'm going to go to work now. Do you want to lift anywhere? <laughs> he'd drive them um, home. Then oh, go back home, take off the suit, go back to bed. Oh, my God. That's genius. I know. That's perfect. And very nice as well. He still looks good because I know a lot of guys that would just order um, a girl an Uber and be like, your Uber's here. Oh, that's kind of blunt. I know, but that's what they do. At least he put in the effort, put on the suit, got out of bed. Yeah, yeah it's to sneaky, like a but it's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that lie. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good lie. That's super good. Well, if you are hiding anything from your partner, make sure you let us know. At <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to know. Yeah, yeah we want to know. Yeah, at um, thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. It can be anonymous. Yes, and don't forget to vote in our poll on Twitter about whether it is weird or not to wear socks during sex. It's looking it's pretty not. tight. Yeah. <laughs> and that was Lost in Japan by Sean Mendes and Zed. You're listening to Holly, Ruby and James on the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. And that is all from us tonight. But just quickly, we have had a few more Tumblr questions just in the last 10 minutes. So first up, somebody said, Hi guys, I hide from girlfriend that don't have driver's license but still drive she around in her car. You don't have your driver's license but and you haven't told your girlfriend and she still drives you around? This That's all right. <laughs> it's a big secret. It depends on how long you've been hiding it for. Yeah. Well, it's illegal. <laughs> Let's say that. Oh, my gosh. That blows my mind. It's just your luck that you're going to get pulled over and they're going to be like, license, please. And then you'll be like, oh, I have no license to pull over. And your girlfriend's going to be like, what? You don't have a license? 
Because, like, as a P-plater, <laughs> I'm restricted on, like, the kind of cars that I can drive, and I'm sure you are as well. Holly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But my boyfriend's car is, like, a turbo, so it has, like, more power. So, legally, I'm not allowed to drive it. And mm. he always tries to get me to drive it. And I'm like, no, I'll get in trouble if I do it. He still wants you to do it. <laughs> he still wants me to do it. So wants a dangerous woman. Yes, very dangerous. Um, and we did have another question. Somebody called Chris asked, Hi, guys, do you still live at home or on your own? And our producer, Julia, said, Oh, fair. No, we just all live in the studio. So <laughs> <laughs> We do. Yeah, we do. We just this all live at Sin. Yeah. And if you want to move in with us, <laughs> feel free. Yes, but no, I do still live at home, just to be serious. <laughs> so do I. Just answer it properly. I have a too good. My mum does my washing, cooks. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not moving out of my Don't have to pay rent. It's nice. all yeah, good. No. I live uh, out of home. Well, like in another home, but it's, it's my home. <laughs> not with your parents. With another guy. And yeah, um, yeah I do all my own stuff. And it's, it's easy. <laughs> do, you have to, do you have to have ever like clean up after him? Your roommate uh, annoys you, or is nah, he pretty good? I'm is he probably, the messy one? I'm probably a messier. He's a, he's oh, older than me. Oh, you're one of those. I'm not one of those. <laughs> I'm just moved out of home. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm getting better. I'm proud of you. It's um, good for you, living yeah. out of home. And I recommend it. Our poll that we had earlier, do you wear socks during sex? 43% said yes, and 57% oh. said nah. You're so missing out. That's 50, tight. 50% yeah. of you are missing it's out. It's close, though. It is it's close. not weird. It's great. Well, forty-three percent. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, thanks for all your responses, guys. Mm. Yes, thank you. Um, if you want to hear any more about us talking or any other naughty, rude show uh, shows, you can catch up on the podcast on Omni, iTunes, or Sin.org.au or your favorite app store. And don't forget to ask us anything for next week at the Naughty Rude forward slash ask, or you can tweet us at the Naughty Rude or on Facebook, just search for the Naughty Rude Show. As always, the Naughty Rude Show will be back next week from uh, on Sunday from 8 to 10 pm on Sin Nation, right around Australia. Thanks so Thanks much for listening. listening. Thank you. I know. Thank you.